Starting Up is a podcast series of honest conversations with inspirational leaders from across Liverpool, Merseyside and beyond. And it's just about that, how they got started in business and grew a name and reputation for themselves. You'll grow your knowledge about getting an idea off the ground to serving a tribe of followers and fans. Learn about the highs and lows of the entrepreneurship journey from people living it, loving it, and more often than not, learning through failures, big and small. Welcome to the Starting Up podcast. My name's Anna Sexton and I work in the Centre for Entrepreneurship at Liverpool John Moores University. Today, we're going to be interviewing Emma Robinson, who is the founder of the department, and um, we're going to give her a chance to say a little bit more about herself. So tell us who you are. Well, you've kind of ruined that, haven't you, by saying that my name is Emma, Emma Robinson. So I'll say it again. Yes, yeah, say it again. Say it louder. Um, I run the Centre for Entrepreneurship. I've been a member of staff at the university for many years now, and it's been my absolute pleasure and privilege to lead the centre uh, for the last 15 years. So tell us a little bit about how you got started and what it is that you do here. Okay, so about 15 years ago, there was an opportunity um, to take a very large amount of European funding and turn it into a project that supported student entrepreneurs. Previously, I'd run a very successful project that linked uh, students with SMEs. um, And so I understood that there was a huge demand from the student uh, community to do more in enterprise. Can I just ask, what's an SME? It's a small or medium-sized enterprise. Most of the companies in Merseyside are actually SMEs. Um, And the the project that that I I led before had a particular expertise in supporting companies with less than 10 employees. So I knew entrepreneurs and I knew the opportunities that existed there. So after you saw that opportunity... How how does that sort of look on a day-to-day basis while you're still working here? So I had the opportunity to set up a special team within the university that helped students start up in business, which was very, very new at the time. And only about five other universities were actually providing any sort of service. And the way that we, that we did this on a day-to-day basis would be that we offered training, uh, mentoring, one-to-one support, and uh, interestingly, uh, quite a significant grant at the beginning of our, of, of, of our work here at LJMU. Now things have changed over the years. Uh, we still, thanks to our wonderful partnership with the Bathgate organisation, we're still able to offer funding. Uh, but now we, we take a slightly different approach based on um, really innovative and inclusive training and uh, business advice, where we hope to get as many of our students and graduates into business um, as soon as we can. So since we started the team in 2003, we've probably helped in the region of 2,000 entrepreneurs start nearly 1,000 companies. Um, And for the last year that I have the statistics, the portfolio of companies that we've supported in the local um, business environment are turning over approximately £20 million a year. That's incredible. So... What do you think is something that stands out for you about that partnership with Bathgate and the, the university in our department? Well, it's just an amazing opportunity for, for, for the sort of student that comes to LJMU, um, who may be from the local area um, or who may be the first person in their family to come to university, to have that additional level of support for if they want to start a business, which 
the end of the day is risky and not an easy uh, an easy task by any any um, stretch of the imagination. Just to have that opportunity to do something different and to have a go and to try. Um. So what what do you think you needed to get the department going and also what skills and expertise do you have that you know someone who was thinking about doing a similar job or starting up might need? Well just to to be successful in higher education and entrepreneurship you need to have a love of problem solving and an absolute and to absolutely relish a challenge because it's not a core uh, part of the university curriculum and it, and because of that you need to really be good with people and to be able to persuade and to cajole and to really hustle people into into giving you that that space either within their curriculum or within their their, their study time to let you talk about the opportunities that entrepreneurship can bring yeah i know that through my work of working with our colleagues in academia you know that we 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 go in and we meet them we find out what their problems are or maybe where there's some gaps in in sort of um interest particularly in sort of the media courses who want to set up as freelancers did you did you ever think about setting up as a freelancer or um, when I was younger, my student days, I, I, I think you'd probably say that I did do some freelancing. Uh, but for me, my real driver is helping other people. And if you can, if, if you consider that alongside problem solving, this is the ideal career for me, which is why I'm so motivated after all this time. Great, thank you. What what do you think really inspired you to get the department going? Because there was other things going on in the um, sort of funding landscape, but was there anyone in particular that kind of made you think, oh, this is what we really need? Well, I don't think you can work at LJMU without being uh, inspired by the story of Sir John Moores himself. Uh, because uh, as an entrepreneur, he used really disruptive business models and social networks before there was even the internet to build the biggest business in Europe. So I don't, th- I don't, I don't think you can be an entrepreneur at LJMU without really thinking about what would John Moores do um, in in that case. I mean, the students continue to inspire me. Um, when I'm having a bad day, it can be completely changed by a knock at the door and a student coming to tell me about their first sale or their website being published for the first time or how they've taken on their first employee. So I think it's a combination of those two things. The huge role model of John Moores and also the amazing and completely ins- inspirational talents of our students and graduates. Second. So for people who don't actually know about John Moores, what would you say, like you said he's had the biggest company in Europe at one point, what actually was he doing? So uh, um, in between the wars, uh, John, John Moores and some, some of his business associates had an idea about betting on the outcome of football matches. And um, they tried it a couple of times and it didn't work. But John Moores was really, really um, confident that this would work eventually. So he bought the other guys out and continued to uh, keep going with this. And it became known as the football pools. And it was a way where you could bet on the outcome of, of football matches, but from the comfort of your own home. So he built a distribution network of mainly family members, lots of women were involved, um, that would collect the, 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 the pool's information and the money from your house every week. Then he thought, OK, this is doing really quite well. How could I um, 
use the same distribution model to make even more money. So um, although catalogue uh, retail was not new, and he certainly didn't invent it, um, because he already had the distribution network of the pools to rely on, he was able to piggyback a second uh, retail opportunity on the back of his leisure and um, football business. And this led to the creation of the Littlewoods Company, um, which was both a catalogue and physical store-based organisation. And at one point, I think it employed about 20,000 people in Liverpool, mainly women, um, on, um, on Edge Lane in the, the building that's going to be uh, the home of our new screen school in the next couple of years or so. So it's a fantastic story, but it's also a fantastic Liverpool story as well. And the impact of the of the John Moore's family and Littlewoods as a company um, has really shaped the way that the city is. So actually thinking about Liverpool and if you're a new student to John Moore's or you're a bit of a seasoned student in John Moore's or you're someone else listening from the outside, you know, what is it that is the essence of this entrepreneurial culture in Liverpool? What do you think it is and how do we work with them? Well, I mean, I think the thing about Liverpool is that the Scousers will always have a go and they don't mind if they fail. Um, also because we're such a friendly city as well, it's it's okay to fail in our environment, I guess. Um, in turn, the, there's some interesting things coming up as well. The, the Baltic area, it continues to grow. We've got some exciting um, announcements to talk about uh, over the next couple of months or so about how we can work with, with the Baltic. Um, I'm really proud of Avenue HQ. It's one of our alumni, uh, Matt Kennedy, that, that uh, is the founder of, of that organisation. They're a fantastic co-working space in Man Island. Um, we've got the, the fantastic success of um, the women's organisation who started in Liverpool uh, and are now the, the, the main driver of startup support um, for all across all of, of Merseyside. And we've also got other success stories that cash in on our, um, our cultural heritage, like Sound City, the Cavern, all the, uh, the visit, visitor economy um, uh, opportunities. Um, almost every bar you go into in Liverpool is an independent and started up, so it's just a great place to be. So you mentioned the Cavern Club and the sort of heritage of entrepreneurship in, in, in the city of Liverpool. Um, what else do you think makes Liverpool uh, a great place to study and build your business as a student and graduate? I think it's because the city is still small enough for you to be able to feel like people know and recognise you. And if you, you know, if you are a networker and you are, you are that sort of person that goes to um, business events, goes to uh, co-working events like Jelly, you can get to know people really well, and you can get to in, you can find your tribe quite easily. Definitely, I would agree that I'm an alumni from fine art from the mid '90s and did loads of work in bars in town. And actually, some of the people that were the customers in those bars are actually still my friend 25 years <laughs> later. So you just don't know who you're going to meet through the different types of jobs that you do or the different volunteering opportunities that you you kind of find out for yourself or get support to get into through the careers and employability team here. So I think it's just really important that you grab opportunities when you find them and you know don't be afraid to talk to people and ask how they started up it's always really interesting isn't it asking people how they set businesses up or what they might do differently if they did it all again absolutely I, I, I totally agree that you need to get out there I mean because at the end of the day you're not going to meet anyone new in your bedroom 
No, but also some of the things that we would recommend that you might do through some of our networking events or workshops that we do here. We're in the process of developing some online materials, looking at doing Facebook Live. So if you are someone that wants to get involved with us from the, the comfort of your bedroom, there's also ways that we're starting to do that. Hopefully you might even be listening to the podcast from your bedroom <laughs> or your car or on the way to university on the bus or the train. So we're, we're being entrepreneurial in doing these episodes of the podcast because we want to reach out to you as students and graduates in different ways and hopefully touch you in the places where you are, not necessarily where we are. So you've got an idea for a startup, a side hustle or freelance consultancy that you want to test out. Liverpool John Moore's award-winning Centre for Entrepreneurship sits within the careers, employability and enterprise team. We are the folk to get in touch with. We live to serve you and help take your idea to the next level. How you can get in touch with us? Email startup at ljmu.ac.uk and you can find out more about what workshops, business advice and funding could work for you wherever you're at on your startup journey. think back to the different things that you've learned since you've been running the department and all the amazing entrepreneurs that you've worked with and the projects that you've helped get off the ground what would you do more of I think that's a very easy question to answer and that would be to do more marketing because I don't think you can ever do enough marketing when you've got um, opportunities to promote with students um, that that's not to say that I didn't do enough marketing but I think you can always do more I think it's about the getting creative. Mm-hmm. You know, that's certainly why we're trying in this, trying out this podcast. And, you know, that's our door is open in the centre, isn't it? Come and tell us how we can reach out to you better or maybe you want to get on the podcast and talk to us a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you do less of? OK, catering. <laughs> tell me more. Well, for an organisation that does a lot of student events, we've spent a small fortune on eating sandwiches. So um, I think maybe better timing of events and less catering, um, and then we could do more of them. Sounds good. Or maybe we do events where you can bring your own. Exactly. So what would you do better, do you think, or could you have done better? I think, personally, I could have worked more on my own self-promotion as well as promoting the department within the institution, probably a little bit louder. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that things might be different if that had happened. So I think it's hard, isn't it, sometimes when you're doing your own thing? And I reckon if other colleagues are listening to this, you kind of can easily get into your own day-to-day, monthly programming that you're doing, working with different people. And marketing is so key, but it's easy when you look in hindsight to think, oh, we could have done it differently. Do you think... It's partly to do with how universities work anyway, but also how when you're working day to day, you don't always have time to think about those things. Time is timing is really important um, because you always want to get you you want, you would naturally want to help a student grow their business rather than think about writing about yourself. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to distract yourself with other people's problems when when perhaps you should be thinking about your own profile. Um, but we're getting better at it. 
I think we've all got our own Twitter accounts and we're looking at kind of being a bit more seen in, uh, for the experts we are in the fields of the, you know, the expertise we've got in the department. Well, do you know, I wish I'd found LinkedIn more useful earlier on because I, I'm finding it really, really useful at the moment. Um, and I just maybe think I maybe I missed the boat a few years ago and didn't use it as in the way that I could have done. Ah, interesting. See, I've I've loved LinkedIn since it started off, and I think it's a great place to be generous to people that you've worked with in the mm. past, offer recommendations, or you can give kudos now on people's walls. Like you can big people up and say thank you to them. And I think, you know, if that was anything that I gave as a tip to anyone listening to the podcast is on your social media platforms whatever ones you use be be interested don't just like something make a comment if someone asks for feedback get involved because it starts a conversation that you might otherwise not feel confident to have if you met that person face to face so it's quite a good if you're a little bit introverted or you're not feeling super confident, it's quite a good place to sort of dabble in reaching out and meeting people, I would say. Mm. And the analytics are amazing. That's true. Yeah, we like to geek out on analytics in our <laughs> department, but that's another podcast. <laughs> and moving on, if you're kind of reflecting on your practice as a professional and, you know, thinking about how you might have done things differently, um, what, what do you think stands out? For you about that I think if I'm being 100% honest I would have spent more time asking students what they wanted rather than making the assumption of what they needed and I guess really that's it, it's it was a product of the time I suppose 15 years ago higher education was a different place uh, we're much more comfortable now with asking uh, talking about customer needs talking about emotional needs talking about social needs you know, the 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 digital business uh, plays a lot more on how people feel about themselves. So I suppose if I could do something differently, I would go back in time and ask more students about their needs earlier on. Mm, that's interesting. So with that in mind, um, how can we get in touch with you online, for example? Where are you on Twitter? Are you on LinkedIn? How can people get in touch with you and find out more? Okay, so on Twitter, my handle is uh, Hunter underscore Emma. And you can look me up on LinkedIn. You'll find me. Brilliant. Thank you. So as we wrap up this first podcast, which I think is really cool, it's going to be one a month, we hope. um, What would you give as advice to students who are new to John Moores or maybe students coming back for their second, third or whatever year they're coming back to? What would be your top tips for getting the most out of being at university? Okay, I think the first one, and I'm bound to say this, would be to engage fully with all the opportunities that are are out there, whether it be with our team. So that could be coming to our Try It Out training, joining Pitch Club so you learn how to articulate your ideas or your projects. Um, all the opportunities that are available through our careers and wider team um, colleagues, the student opportunities team, all all the societies that are, that are available really engage with what LGMU has got to offer. Secondly, keep asking questions. Um, it's the only way um, you're going to be able to spot those opportunities. When you spot them, try and take advantage of them. I would agree. We love it when people come and question us about what we're doing. We know that we've got loads of expertise in our team, but we're also aware that there's so many new changes in technology and thinking that you might 
know about something that we don't even know as an emerging technology or an emerging field that's developing in business so come and share with us we love we love you getting involved with us and literally ring us dry we love feedback as well so um if there is anything that you want to tell us about or that there's a, an opportunity that, that that we could be working on to make your student experience better look me up come and talk to me brilliant So that's it. That's the end of our first podcast starting up. So really just want to say thank you and being ga- for you being game for having the interview and getting us going. I can't believe it went so quickly. Thank you, Anna, for, for really pioneering this new way of speaking to students. Excellent. Cool. Thanks very much. Yay! Thanks for listening to this episode of the Starting Up podcast. We can reach more listeners through you sharing about this episode and what you loved about it. We'd love if you took a screenshot of this episode and shared it with your social channels. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. Every share, review and piece of feedback you give us matters to us so that we can get more people to learn from all the juicy wisdom contained in each episode and make the next episodes even better.